Welcome to Own Your Vibe, the podcast that challenges the things that scare us most so that we can lead the life we deserve, one without regrets. We'll be discussing all things unapologetic, unconventional, and probably a little bit out of your comfort zone. So honey, get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's time to own your vibe. Let's go. Hello, welcome back. I'm Beverly Kufaano, founder of Vibe365, and today we're going to be talking about living with a disability. What is it like to live with a disability? What do they look like, visible or not visible? Do feel free to ask any questions you may have. I'm going to be joined by a very special guest who goes by the name of Mercedes, and she is the founder of a wedding and events stylist organization company called For Your Party. And I'm really excited to welcome Mercedes onto the live today because she's a phenomenal woman who not only has a beautiful son and an amazing business, but she runs a household. She has done a lot of things that I don't want to go into at the moment. I want her to be able to introduce herself a lot more and some of the barriers that she has had to cross, not only in business, but in a personal life as well. So I'm going to welcome Mercedes to join us. Hello, Mercedes. Hiya, you're right. <laughs> I am good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. I see you're glowing. Thank you. <laughs> and congratulations again because share your news with us. We know that recently. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mercedes recently uh, got engaged <laughs> as of. So congratulations, Mercedes. Okay, so let's get into it because we've got about 20 minutes and I'd love to be able to ask you some really cool questions. But can you please introduce yourself to us? Oh, I did a little intro at the beginning, but introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah, so my name's Mercedes. I um, am a wedding stylist and a, a wedding planner. I've been running my business since January 2019. And yeah, it's been hard, but it's a lot of fun. And I love love and I love seeing love. So yeah, it's, just been, it's been fab. It's been really fab. Yeah. Why did you go into weddings and events stylist? Because you're talking about love and love. You could have become a celebrant. You could have done different things within the love sphere. So what was it about venue styling or event styling or whatever it may be that drew you to it? Yeah. So I've always been really creative. I used to be a teacher before I did start my business. And um, I fell pregnant with my toddler, who's now four. And I had some complications. I wasn't able to go back to work. That's actually how I became disabled. And I was in a real big slump I was suffering with depression and the only thing that used to get me up in the mornings was seeing my little boy and planning his birthday party planning his christening so it was like it was going to be an event where all my family were going to be there because I wasn't actually living around my family when I had my baby I was living in Nottingham so planning these events meant all my family was going to be together and that was where the light at the end of the tunnel was for me so I planned the christening then I planned the first birthday and my mum was like because people were starting to ask me to help them plan events and stuff so my mum was like why don't you get paid for this you're not going back to work you're not doing anything so stop doing it for free <laughs> yeah and one thing led to another and I was talking to my sister Chelsea about my business name and I was like well I'm always here for people's party I'm here for your party so 
that's how the business name came. I'm here for your party. Um, and yeah, it just, it just kind of snowballed from there. And one thing led to another. And now I'm award winning. I'm recommended supplier at multiple venues. Wow. And it's just, it's just little old me. <laughs> I love it. And talking about, so you talked about you were a teacher beforehand um, and then going into this. Did you ever think to yourself, mm, I'm going to miss teaching? I'm going to, if I go into this full time, I'm going to miss my students. I'm going to miss being around all the little young children. Yeah. So I miss teaching every day because teaching is so fun. It's so rewarding. I was an early year specialist. So I taught reception year one, year two. So key stage one as well. And I loved it. Mm. I mean, there was a, there's a lot of politics in becoming in being a teacher. There's a lot of not so fun bits to the side. And there's lots of stuff that I don't miss about being a teacher. But yeah, I do miss having a class of 30 children and just seeing them all grow and progress. Yeah, I do miss that. But I wouldn't go back to teaching because I love being my own boss. I love seeing couples getting married. I love watching their vision come together. It's just, it's amazing. So I wouldn't go back to it. I wouldn't, even though I do miss it sometimes. Got you, got you. No, it totally makes sense. And how was it for you running your own business and those times were like the early stages when you were pregnant and had Omari? So how was it? entering a new business and entering a new chapter which was motherhood and being away from family like talk us through how you navigated it some of the things that kept you going yeah so soon after I had my baby and I kind of fell into depression I couldn't stay where I was anymore because I needed to be around my family so I moved from Nottingham and I came back to London South London Massive yep yep (laughs) I moved back in with my mum uh me and Mike ex-husband now but my husband at the time we moved back in with my mom it was literally all of us in her living room and the living room was just filled with all of our stuff and Sue quickly the council housed us and it was around that time that I started deciding well I need to do something I can't just sit at home because I've never been that I've always been a busy person I've always been someone who was doing something Um, so it was around that time where I said okay well let's try this business thing let's try it and we moved into a little flat that's how where we were housed and kid you not every room in that house was full of stuff for the business there was higher stock in Amari's bedroom there was higher stock in our bedroom there was higher stock in every cupboard the living room had higher stock like literally it was just ridiculous so yeah we quickly outgrew that and luckily we got some money together we were able to move to where we are now which is Bexley and it's a really lovely area and we've got the space although I'm making stuff all the time so (laughs) I need to slow down because I can't move again You're going to need a warehouse. Going well. Business is going really well. Amazing. Okay, now tell us a little bit about disability, what it was, what caused it, and how you, at first, when you were told, I guess, responded to it and was dealing with it, and how you are now still being able to thrive in your life with while experiencing it at the same time. Yeah. So I, when I got had, was pregnant with Amari, I got something called Perfect Geldal pelvic girdle pain pgp and it wiped me out i was on crutches for the majority of my pregnancy i had to leave work way earlier than i planned to and by the end of it i was bed bound i just couldn't i couldn't move and it was that which caused the early onset of the arthritis which is what i have now it was 
a huge shock for me because all I kept telling myself was, once I have the baby, the pain will go away. Because that's what's causing the pain. But yeah, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened. So I've got pain in my lower back. I've got pain in my knees. And I've got pain in my ankles. And I recently had weight loss surgery because they said that if I lost weight, it would really help. And I've lost 10 stones. Yeah, Woo! thank you. <laughs> and this means I mean, in, in been, few, the last few months, work. right? <laughs> hard work but yeah i've lost 10 stones and the pain hasn't gone the pain's still there not I've even lost... reduced by like a fraction not not a lot i mean sleeping is easier than it was okay. but i still get a lot of pain like i take a lot of painkillers and i have to anticipate so like i go to the gym now um, and i have to anticipate where how i'm gonna have pain take paracetamol and sometimes i even have to take stronger painkillers as well but it's all about navigating it and what's the word i'm looking for it's all about navigating it and just trying to prepare for it so i know Ooh. that if i've got a big event coming up, i make sure that i take my painkillers in advance i make sure i've got painkillers on me if i've got a huge wedding coming up i'll make sure that i've got painkillers i make sure that i've got somebody coming with me to support me as well because no matter what happens i may be disabled but i always tell people yes i'm disabled but i am able and I am able to do anything that I put my mind to. So, um, yeah, I don't let it stop me. I never have, never will. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, so what's coming up for Four Year Party? I know that you've got Four Year Gifts as well, but tell us a little bit about what's coming up for Four Year, coming up for four year Party. Yeah, for Four Year Party. And, um, <laughs> and some of the things that you've been excited about recently. Right now, all I'm thinking about is my wedding. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh my god, I'm planning my own wedding mode, and I'm really lucky because obviously I work in the wedding industry, so I've got tons of contacts, and I've known loads of people. And I'm like, yep, yeah, she's doing my cake, she's doing that, doing that, yeah. So it's really easy for me. But yeah, we've got we've got new packages coming out. I've got my brochure coming out, which I've given myself a target, like I have to have it done by the 21st of February. So yeah, that's coming out. But yeah, at the moment, I'm just thinking about what I can do for my clients at the moment that I've already got booked yeah. in, and I'm thinking about my wedding, really. <laughs> Come on, that's what it's about, that's what it's about. Okay, what would you say for those of us, you know, in our communities, with our friendship groups, family, workplaces, we are hearing so much about inclusion, what you can do for inclusion when it comes to, so what would you say... Are things that people may not be mindful of and not just in terms of physical accessibility but just creating more accessible environment and yes. things that would be more useful to you maybe comments you've come across that would be helpful for us to take away from this conversation yeah so when it comes to inclusion it's kind of a big deal for me because i mean i tick so many of those boxes disabled and black i'm a woman i'm bisexual so it's like i tick all of the boxes <laughs> i tick all of the boxes when it comes to inclusion <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I think it's just not judging a book by its cover because people will look at me and they'll be like, okay, because I'm walking fine now, but actually you didn't see what I went through this morning to get out of bed. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Like you see me out playing with my son, but I've got a walking stick in the car because I know what might happen in 10 or 15 minutes. Do you know what I mean? So I think the biggest thing to judge a book by its cover like I've I've got a blue badge and I park in disabled parking spaces and people will see me walking into the shop without like a wheelchair or anything and they're just like oh what are you doing in that space that should be left for other people I'm like 
yeah, I'm fine now, but give it five minutes, you never know what might happen. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. why I've been given the blue bag. So I think don't judge a book by its cover. You don't know what somebody has to deal with. And if you ain't got nothing nice to say, then keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mind your business and drink your water. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And then when it comes to, let's say, employers or yeah let's talk about employees and being mindful of because it's not something you necessarily have to disclose but how can you make it so that someone feels comfortable enough should they want to and just ensuring that you as an employer are thinking about different types of abilities i think it's really important to make everything accessible without knowing whether or not they need it to be mm. you know what i mean i don't want to have to walk in and ask is there a lift why isn't there just a sign saying here's the stairs or here's the lift do you know what I mean or I don't want to have to ask if there's a step to get to wherever I need to go or do you know what I mean if everything is laid out from the get-go it doesn't matter whether you are disabled or not you already know what you're going to be put up against when you get there do you know what I mean and I think more places establishments venues employees I think just make being mindful of that not whenever you see someone they're not automatically going to look like they may have a disability but I went to a restaurant in Bexley the other day for Valentine's Day with my partner and we walked in and oh let me seat you to your table and they passed so many empty tables and went straight to the stairs to go and sit at us upstairs and I was like oh and I was like you didn't even ask if I was going to be able to do these things why couldn't we, I like, okay, maybe that table was booked, but you didn't even ox. So we got to the stairs and I'm like, can I do the stairs? How am I feeling today? What's my knee saying today? And I got halfway and I was just thinking, oh my God, seriously, please. But I didn't want to embarrass anyone. There was other people standing there. And I felt like I couldn't say to her, listen, I can't do those stairs. You should have sat me over here. I just mm. kind of stopped and went through it because I was wearing a pretty dress. So I didn't want to make a scene. <laughs> But I just think if people are mindful from the beginning, why didn't you ask me if I was going to be okay with those stairs? Do you know what I mean? Just make it natural what they look like. Just ask, you know? I love that. And I think it's removing removing the assumption. Removing the assumption and just constantly assuming and asking those questions. And was it KPS Celebrant who said, uh, let me find the comment, accessible as standard and clear communication absolutely and thank yes, you for those who've been definitely. commenting and contributing to the conversation um, it's the constant need to judge measure and manage other people's fragility and if you do have any questions for mercedes we've got about a minute before we wrap up so if you've got any questions do chuck them into the chat we'll, we'll take it mercedes is an open book so Bye. that's absolutely <laughs> absolutely fine otherwise we will get ready to wrap up but i love to make it as interactive as possible so if you do have your questions then ask um all right so before we get into our quick fire quiz mercedes i just have a, one more question for your side and thank you kps celebrate and thank you for everyone else who has been on the, on the live and who watches the replay as well um so in your journey from teaching to running a business to being a mum where have you had your support from would you say that your support has been from your family have you experienced support from colleagues and um, running a business have you networked with other people because i know that support is a big deal and i know yeah. that when you're away that's also what led to your depression in terms of not having that family yeah. unit as well so who has been your support i think my biggest biggest support ever has to be my little sister mm. my baby sister chelsea well she's not a baby anymore oh my god she's almost 30 oh, no. but she's literally been 
my rock from day one. And it's weird because I'm the older one, so I'm supposed to be the one that's her rock. But (laughs) if I'm ever in a struggle or I'm having thoughts or doubts or anything, she is literally the first person I call for anything. She is my best friend. Beautiful. Shout out, Chelsea. Shout out, Chelsea. Shout out, Chelsea. All right, quick fire quiz for you now, Mercedes. All right, cool. Are you choosing spring or summer? Has to be summer. I need the oh, sun. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you on that. On that one. Are we going rice or pasta? Pasta. Pasta is like any day I can have. Pasta, pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. LA or New York? New York. Only because I've never been to LA. Okay. Fine. 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 Nigeria or Barbados? Because those are your both your side. Oh, you're not your bad for that one. You know I'm half Nigerian and half Asian, and then you're gonna stand there and ask me to pick one. Oh. I'm gonna say Barbados only because I'm going next week. But they're both strong in my heart. Listen, you pick Barbados. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> um, are we going for wine or cocktails? Cocktails. And I'm sure you'll be having plenty of those in Barbados. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right mercedes well it's been a pleasure having you on this and getting to have a chat it's been amazing and all the best in the continuation of your journey i can't wait to see how for your party continues to grow that the way you've grown organically has been incredible so i can't wait to see how it continues to grow and enjoy wedding planning as well as enjoying the sun in barbados I will, I will, and I'll try and bottle up some sunshine and bring back for you. (laughs) Give me a barrel of sunshine. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye.